The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 28th of July and the time has now just gone 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something positive and beneficial to talk about. I'm your host Neelam and in today's uh, show I have some jam-packed ideas um, for you to engage with in the over the holidays and I also have some recipes that I'll be sharing um, and I'll also be sharing some um, ways that us mums, the most important people, will need to take time out for ourselves. So what you can do for yourselves as well and make sure that you are taking that time out as well. Um, I hope uh, the last week of school was good. Um, I know that everyone was probably panicking with gifts. Um, I'm one of those parents. I uh, was thinking that I had prepared and bought enough gifts, only to find that there was some more teachers that my children wanted to gift. Um, and my um, one of my children was actually leaving high school, so she had quite a few teachers that she wanted to give thank you gifts to. Um, it used to be mugs and cups and chocolates, but with the heat and um, everything this year, I thought I'll I'll change it and get candles. And I thought I was being unique until I actually did go shopping to see that there were other parents buying exactly the same thing. So I'm sure the teachers will be bombarded with candles this year. Um, I would love to hear what parents um, got their children and uh, teachers this year, what their teachers this year. Um, uh, I also envy those parents that send in handmade brownies and cupcakes and any ceramic gifts. Um, unfortunately, listeners, this is a pre-record show, so please do not send in any messages uh, as they won't reach me. But you are welcome to leave any comments uh, and you must like um, the show on the Facebook page. So you can share any um, things that you did do for the last week uh, and any gifts that you did by via the Facebook page. Um, I always like to talk about my garden and I just want to throw in here that Alhamdulillah everything has been growing quite well. Nothing has died. Um, my disaster with my uh, French lavenders, um, which now looking back and having a good conversation with my neighbour, um, she thinks that they were actually um, bad initially. She, she thinks that I had bought a bad batch and they were probably um, ill before I had even planted them so it wasn't me that killed them uh, I like to go with that story and I'm I'm going to go with that because it fits well and I do think that um I didn't kill these flowers um but yes I ha I I did buy some pre-made flowers and they are budding nicely in the garden I also have um a nice chili plant growing in the garden and it's actually given me quite a few chilies that I've actually used in my cooking and it's always quite nice when you use your own homegrown veg in your cooking. It, there's something a bit more special about it. You're a bit more, um, I don't know, I feel like it has more burgut in it. And uh, I feel like it goes a bit further. So that one chilli fed fed us all, mashallah. Um, but yeah, um, I, do, I do think that when you have your own homegrown vegetables, um, there's a different type of appreciation for it. So um, yeah. It's all doing well in my garden. Uh, I just need to give it a good tidy every now and then because now the kids are out and about in it a lot more. Um, the weather's been a bit of a hit and miss. We've had sunshine and then we haven't had sunshine. I think it decided to peak through yesterday when we had quite nice um, sunshine in the afternoon. Um, and Alhamdulillah, it felt quite nice because the kids are actually out in the garden playing and uh, the rain had decided to hide for a while. So I'm hoping that we are going to have more sunny days. Now, in today's show, I did mention that I'm going to be sharing some activities and things to keep the kids um, busy. I've also included some activities for the teens because I know um, they're the difficult ones. They're the ones that we always struggle trying to find entertainment for. And they seem to want to be entertained by always constantly being around their friends which sometimes isn't a bad thing, but sometimes it's, you know, a, a bit of healthy space is needed as well. So um, I'm hoping I've got them covered as well. So um, I wanted to start off with um, the activities. I also have some um, recipes that I will 
be sharing in the show as well. So um, please do keep your ears peeled for those um, recipes. Uh, so the um, first activity um, that I have now, I will just I have a list of them. So I'll just go through um, most of them is to go for like a nature walk and turning it into a nature scavenger hunt. Um, so you can um, almost uh, list a few things. Um, uh, the Internet, the big World Wide Web is great for this. If you just type in uh, nature scavenger hunt and put down uh, what you would like to look for. It often has pre-made grids that lots of people have already made and uploaded, which you can print for free or um, take photos of to save paper and um, ask your children to look for those kind of things. And this can vary from, you know, different types of trees to acorns, different leaves, different insects. Um, and it's just getting the kids to understand and appreciate nature a little bit um so uh yeah and you know uh, mashallah we have quite a few um and this nature walk can be done anywhere i mean alhamdulillah stockwood park is huge so you can really venture out as far as you want uh with um stockwood park if you want to keep yourselves local and um and, and look at these things and have them tick them off and perhaps have like um a, a prize or something at the end of it for them to to um gain from it um, and with the older ones taking part maybe you can um, get give them a more challenging one where they have to try and identify what they have found or draw pictures um, get them to look at look at um, a certain flower a certain rock or leaf and draw it and um, understand it I know there's um, quite a few apps available now where you can hover over certain plants and leaves and it will tell you the name of the plant. So maybe they could do that, find different leaves and different plants and, and even look with their app and see what they can find and understand a bit more about them. The second one is uh, DIY craft projects. Um, this is gathering recyclables uh, like cardboards, toilet paper rolls, kitchen paper rolls, newspaper, and just let their kids use their creativity um to make a, a various amount of crafts um things um you can do paper airplanes um you can do paper mache with the newspapers um paper mache there's loads of different ways of making paper mache um one that i like doing is if you blow up a balloon and just do a paper mache around the balloon and let the paper mache dry pop the balloon and then you have like a a globy ball shaped um paper mache which you can paint and you can make your own globe you can make your own planet you can make your own football um all sorts you can do with that so um they can engage in that um for the older ones here you can challenge them a bit with um sewing uh, getting them to engage in some sewing activities or canvas painting. Canvas painting is becoming quite popular now, especially with the acrylic paints. If you've got a canvas board, um, you can bring a bit of maths into this using geometry and getting them engaged in that way to try and draw their own designs, geometric designs um, and painting them. And if it's quite good, they can choose a place that they want to mount it in the house or keep it up or maybe make a few and, and sell them. Um, you might have some budding artists in the house and not know. Um, the other one is picnic in the park. Now, I'm hoping with the weather, if it stays like what we've had yesterday, um, this would be something that maybe you could do every day. It's quite nice um, going as a family, going uh, with their cousins, with um, school friends. So here, you know, this is reaching out to all ranges of your children here. You can have the teens bring a friend along or meet up with a friend in the park. Um, you can pack some sandwiches and get them involved, get get them involved in making the sandwiches. You know, what do they want to pack? Um, take the stress off yourselves, mum. And uh, mums here, I would um, recommend you take a, a thermos flask, fill it up with the coffee or the tea that you like, your favourite coffee or tea, and take that with you and um, let the children enjoy. And you take that time out for yourself. Maybe take a book with you that you've been wanting to read and haven't had the chance 
or just savor that moment of doing nothing and having a cup of tea or coffee without it letting go getting cold if you're anything like me that puts the kettle on about 50 times in a day and doesn't actually get to make her cup of tea use that chance to do that and the kids in the park can play all sorts of games like frisbee football um uh, cricket racing you can have like a mini sports day activity you know get them to set up some obstacles um if the park is local perhaps you can take their bikes um they can go bike riding and that's my next one taking the kids out for a bike ride um i had some sisters on the show a few weeks ago and we were talking about women actually getting engaged and getting on a bike and just going for it uh, so yes, this is your chance, mums, to get on a bike and get involved and and ride the bikes as well. So again, you know, um, it depends how many children you have and what age range of children that you have and how safe you feel on the roads. Um, uh, but bike riding is something that um, the whole family can get involved in. Um, have an outdoor movie night in your backyard. Now, this is one of my favorite ones because you've got your own garden space. Um, you can set up um a movie night. Um, and sometimes you can hire those projectors where you can just project it onto a wall and 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 watch it that way, or you can um uh use your laptops um and have a movie out in the garden. Um and just get the kids to just uh, get some popcorn ready um, and uh, sit down outside um, and enjoy the garden space and uh, no arguing about what sofa space someone wants to sit on because everyone will be on the floor uh, and watching the movie. Um, I do know that Luton um, Council is um, arranging for some movie days um, up at... Um, in the town centre so do go onto their website and have a look because they've got a few movies that they are um uh showing for free um so anyone can come along sit down and watch and some of them are for the older generation so you've got some um i think there was um pulp fiction um and there's also like encanto so it's for the older ones and it's also for the younger ones so do keep your eyes peeled just have a look on the uh, council's website um uh, for um outdoor cinemas and see what movies are and the times for those showings and uh, you can go along to something like that because not everyone has a projector or a laptop that's big enough to sit out in the garden to let the whole family watch a movie. So if you don't, you've also got that option there. Uh, Storytelling sessions. Now, the storytelling story sessions is something that um, I always used to do with my children when they were young, but now I have some older and some younger. It's quite nice to hand this over to the teens. So mums, if you're in a situ situation, similar situation, again, this is a, your opportunity to hand this over to the um, teens, get them to sit down and read a book um, and really engage in the storytelling, like create their own stories or they can read a book, but maybe perform a little bit. So act it out a little bit. Um, you know, they could do either a little puppet show or they can actually physically get involved and dramatize the drama the story sorry and act it all out um and make it more engaging for the little ones i know my youngest loves anything like that she she really likes puppet shows and she really likes things where the story is being brought to life so it's quite um entertaining for them youngsters but it's also a chance to get the older kids involved as well some might not like it and i know it's not everyone's cup of tea but um it's good for their confidence and drama as well. Uh, science experiments. Look up simple and safe science experiments that can be done at home using everyday household items. Um, there's lots that you can find on the internet uh, of simple experiments that you can run at home. Um, there's quite a few with toothpaste. So you can just use something as simple as toothpaste and run some simple um, experiments with that. Most of the toothpaste and baking soda combination is really good for cleaning. So perhaps do those science experiments that's going to benefit cleaning and into it as well. Um, so they're, they're learning and they're also having hands-on fun. Um, 
having um, art in the park. So take some sketch pads. Um, I mentioned the nature scavenger hunt and saying to ask the older ones to perhaps get engaged by drawing. Uh, so again, an art session in the park, taking uh, colouring pencils or watercolours or water paints to the park and letting the kids draw or paint their surroundings. And this, again, can be for all ages um, and the drawings and pictures can vary according to age and ability. So give the more challenging pictures to the older ones and more simplified ones to the younger ones. Um, fruit picking. Um, contact local farms and see if you can book a morning or an afternoon to go fruit picking. I know that strawberry picking is very popular and it's, I think, in season right now. So I think that there's quite a few farms that would be open to having people come around and um, pick their own fruit. It's actually quite a nice experience where children get given different size boxes um, and then they fill it up with um, their own strawberries. So they're physically going round and picking their own strawberries and putting them in the box and it gets weighed and then you are charged according to the weight of the um, of the strawberries or the fruit that you've picked. And, um, and it's good learning curve for children because they can understand the whole process of how fruit reaches our supermarkets because we just see it in plastic wrapping in the supermarket so it'd be quite nice for the children to see it in in its true form growing in a farm picking it themselves having it in their own box and eating it again that whole um concept of appreciating and having a different gratitude of something where you've had physical input in it so as i mentioned about my garden and my chili plants um gardening will always need gardening in the summer and get the kids involved it's probably good to start it around about now because you can start seeing things grow and uh, develop over the summer holidays to do it in the later part of the holidays maybe later and also as we can see um the time changing of the solar we can see that the times are changing and it's getting uh, colder in the evenings now it's not so hot so um it's probably really good to try and get this all done in the early part of the holidays um but getting them to just de-weeding the garden and um, pruning plants um uh, and getting them to give the garden a tidy up um planting new fruits and vegetables or actually picking the fruit and vegetables that you have planted and um teaching them of you know how to nurture these plants and how things regrow once you've picked them um that was quite a nice concept with my chili plants when i'd cut off a chili and then we could see there was a few more sprouting through still so that's quite a nice um way of showing children how things can grow now not everyone may have um a garden so you know you can pick a windowsill or a spot in the house um a conservatory or um, just at the kitchen windowsill, something like that, where you can just grow your own plants and herbs and um, get the children to water them regularly. And again, teaching them how to nurture these plants. Um, setting up an outdoor obstacle course. Now, again, you can do this in your own backyard um, or you can do this um, taking these things along and doing it in um, the park. So. I've got a combination here of obstacle course, setting up a simple obstacle course in your backyard um, uh, with hula hoops, cones and other household items. So maybe you could brave it and do the egg and spoon race in the gardens. Um, yeah, so uh, you can do that and uh, get the children to race through the obstacle courses. And again, if it's, you know, if you have the space in your garden and you set this up, you can use your own bikes, get them to perhaps do part of the obstacle on a bike and the rest on foot um you know set it up according to how you want and then we did have the outdoor sports which i did mention earlier on but again you can organize a friendly football match a basketball match or a tennis game or a cricket game uh with friends in the local field and uh or parks um sports field sorry or the local parks and um and have an outdoor sports activity that way as well um, photography uh, challenge. Um, now, this is probably a bit more for the uh, teens, but again, with the phones and the devices that we have now, it's probably something that the younger ones could engage in as well, where they are um, 
taking photographs and um, challenging them about because there is a way of taking pictures and you know I'm a bit old school I pull out my camera and I'll just take the picture but there's certain angles and there's certain ways that you can hold your phone that where the light reflects and the image will be totally different or the scenery will be totally different I think I came across one of these YouTube shorts where um, there was this young boy showing um, us how to use our cameras and it was a simple phone camera um, and you could produce really professional shots and I was quite amazed because it was you know him in a coffee shop having coffee and him taking a picture and it would just look like a real-time image but actually if he turned it and lifted the camera and went against the light and was looking the other way it actually looks like a magazine shot. So it was amazing to see the contrast there. So again, this is something that we can get the teams involved in, getting them to uh, improve their photography skills um, by getting them to take um, pictures of objects, of themselves. um, uh, And, you know, uh, they can use their smartphones just to do this. Um, You know, as I said, it's something quite simple to do. Also, stargazing was another one that I had where you can just, it's quite difficult in um, in Luton, especially the side that I live, to actually really, really see the stars. So um, if we if we went out to um, Dunstable Downs, uh, I know it can get scary at night, but even if you just drove down and parked the car up there, you can actually see the stars quite close. And it's just getting the children to really see how stars are in the sky because um when we look in my garden we can just about see the moon sometimes and it's quite nice to be able to actually see so many stars because it's pitch black and when you're looking up and you can actually see them and it feels like you're very close to them as well so that would be quite a nice experience for children especially the younger ones you know they can really um find that now you can um uh, use an app here again um, there are some apps that are designed for stargazing and um, or you, I think it's stargazing or star chart and you can identify different constellations and planets so if you really get good visibility from where you are for these stars you can actually identify certain ones using your app on the phone so um that would be something really interesting for the kids to see and you're bringing a bit of science into that as well um uh the other one just before we go into no break i think we've got a bit of time yet um is in uh indoor um buildings uh indoor playing buildings this is Uh, So um, on rainy days, um, you can help the children. Now, we've had quite a few rainy days, so you've got to really use your imagination here with doing things inside. But you can help children build things um, like a building fort um, using blankets, pillows and, you know, dining table chairs, putting them all together um, and they can make their own tents, um, you know, somewhere where they can just chill out. It's quite nice when it's all done because they actually do really get involved in it and you know bring down their favorite blanket and pillow and and go inside and sit down and you can let them have um quiet reading time or just coloring time or doing a word search and it's just a bit of chill out time and again mums this is a time for you to uh chill out relax and do those things that you don't get to do so um or for um indoor play where they can build and have these little cozy hideaways so do make that um uh volunteering getting the children to volunteer now this one's quite an interesting one because you can get the children's involved in community projects or charity events or you can actually just get the children to get involved in the environment around them so you know um picking up um a bin bin bag and uh, we've got a litter picker and just tidying up your own street, just going around and picking up any litter and putting it into the bin liner and um, bin bags and getting them just to understand the importance of keeping your own street tidy and clean. And, you know, um, again, um, the older children here with volunteering, 
sometimes it's quite difficult with a lot of these um, charity-based places. They are, especially over the summer, quite full and booked up with students or volunteers that want to help. So um, you can keep it simple by getting them involved by asking local neighbours, you know, um, can I pick up something from the supermarket for you? Can we get something from the local news agents for you? Pick up a newspaper for them? do a bit tidying up for them, you know, helping your elderly neighbours and getting involved that way. And I think it's really important that we teach our teens to do this um, because they need to understand that, you know, ultimately we're all going to get old, we're all going to need help, but it's also um, adab and respect um, uh, and to be able to knock on the door and ask an elderly if they need help. Now, listeners, we are going to head over for a short commercial break. Um, I hope that you have found uh, some of the um, activities that I've been sharing so far useful. Um, if you have any um, other tips or activities that you think others would benefit from, please do share them on the Facebook page. But for now, take a break and join me after the commercial break. Assalamu alaikum. Asalaamu Alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Good morning and Asalaamu Alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday 28th of July and the time has now just gone 10.30. I'm your host Neelam and uh, today's show is all about summer activities and things to do with the kids over the summer. I've shared some activities in the early part of the show. Um, I wanted to share some more and some recipes inshallah as well. Listeners, just to make you aware that today's show is a pre-record, so unfortunately I won't be able to take in any text messages or WhatsApp messages, but you can leave a comment on the uh, Facebook page where this show will be aired as an audio, inshallah. So um, we got far as um, getting the children involved in community works. Um, and the next one is cooking and baking or baking. Um, I'm pretty sure there'll be lots of children baking over the summer holidays. Um, and uh, we we have been baking in my house, um, or I have been baking, um, and um, it's quite nice to actually get the children involved, getting them to make something um, like a, a fruit smoothie or a fruit platter. So it doesn't always have to be a, a cake bake-off. Um, with the cooking, you can get them to perhaps challenge them and say, right, okay, here's the recipe. I want you to make this from scratch. Now, this is really good for the teens where you are actually literally challenging them and saying that, okay, this is how to make something as simple as a smoothie or uh, this is how to make a um, chicken curry or lentil curry, something simpler again, and get them to actually make it. Uh, and maybe we can get really involved with this and get them to actually prepare a meal for the day. So, um Okay, today's lunch will be you and you're actually going to think from scratch, even if it is pulling things out the freezer and putting it all together, they're going to actually think about what to put for lunch, making it a balanced meal. Um, so put the onus on them. Um, camping trip or for some, shall I call it glamping trip? Um, you can if you're if it depends on how brave you are, you know, if you are able to do so, um, plan a weekend uh, of a camping trip with friends or family and explore the outdoors. You can build a campfire, put up your own tents. I know that there's some places that even hire tents as well. Um, if you contact your local scouts clubs, um, they've got huge amounts of tents and, um, you know, providing your going to show some responsibility around it a lot are actually quite willing to hire them out and lend them to you so you don't actually have to go out and buy these things because the only thing about camping is if you have to go out and buy lots of material for it um it's going to be an issue of where to store stuff and um a lot of these scout clubs have um storage um in schools um, and so um, they are able to hire these equipment out. Uh, so, yes, you can contact local scouts, local schools and just ask if there's anything that you could hire out and use. 
Um, and and besides, if it's a glamping session that you are going to do, maybe it's something that you're going to be sleeping in the car, um, hiring a caravan, maybe, you know, doing something a bit different um, and sleeping in the caravan. Uh, if you're not brave enough to venture out into um, uh, one of those campsite parks, then maybe you could try setting a tent up in the garden and uh, just doing that. I have to admit, I'm not brave enough yet. I, I've let my children do camping. They've gone to camping places, camping sites. They've managed to land okay. I'm not sure I can. Um, I need uh, I need my bed, I think, and my pillow. So I'd probably be a, um, one of those that'd be part of glamping rather than camping. Um, visit a local museum or art gallery. Um, I know that the Wardown Park Museum has been able to select pictures of art from a lot of the primary schools uh, around Luton uh, where they've had a few children whose artwork has been selected and is actually going to be um, displays, displayed and showcased um, in the galleries um, and the coffee shop at Wardown Park Museum. Um, so yes, you know, take the kids down. Um, it might they might see their own painting, they might see their friends painting or someone that's gone to school with them, um, you know, or someone from their school, a painting from there, and it'd be quite a nice connection for them to see. Um, you can uh, also take them out on on the train into London. And see things like the science museum um, or the history museum and, and, and getting them to appreciate certain concepts. I know that the science museum has got a lot going on at the moment because of the way technology is moving. So there's quite a few um, that you can do there. Um, and uh, you can make a day trip of it if you're going into London, you know, um, again, um, taking a picnic or a packed lunch or something and eating on the go but making sure that you're sightseeing and getting all these places seen as well um uh, that'd be nice uh we've talked about cycling and going around uh if you do have the capacity um with bike racks and all sorts on your bike on your car um i know that milton Keynes has lots of cycling lanes um and um they've got an open park huge park where you can take your own bikes down and ride quite openly in a really safe um, environment as well because it's dedicated cycle lanes. So um, if you're like myself, not very confident to go on the roads just yet um, or even on the streets locally, um, if you've got the capacity to do so, you can take um, some bikes in the car and venture out to uh, Milton Keynes. Um, creative writing and poetry, um, getting the kids to keep up uh, this is the teacher in me keeping up with their um literacy skills it's important that we are still encouraging our children to read and write um and do mathematical things over the um summer the, the core subjects that we want them to stay on top of um and especially reading um you can create a reading book challenge i know that the um libraries are doing such uh things uh, like this where um, you can go and take a book out and they give you a, a grid and according to your age they do have certain books that if you've read and you've ticked off a certain number of books you, you get like a, a prize like a sticker or something so and the schools um, are looking forward to seeing them when they come back so you do get a certificate um, to say that you took part in it so it's quite nice for the children um, especially for those that haven't been able to go abroad um, to be able to achieve something like that where they completed a reading challenge or kept up with their reading and, and uh, read different books. Um, you can also get the children to start uh, with their, to make sure their literacy skills are up to, up to date, um, start their own summer holiday journal. Um, I've always liked journals, a bit like a diary where you just having the freedom to speak and write about everything and there's it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to have punctuation and grammar and it's literally just them writing about their day and you'll find that as they do it progressively they actually start getting a bit more creative um about how they write their days and it's not i woke up and i got changed i ate breakfast they will start getting a bit more interesting and it's quite good to see um when they do this as well um 
And the other one is a music jam session. Um, if you have music lovers at home um, that play the daf, um, play the keyboard, the pianos, um, and maybe get them to uh, set up um, a challenge where they make up, make their own um, music. And, you know, they can probably do this in combo with their friends and actually create a music together. Um, uh, and uh, it's something that they'll have as a memory as well that, you know, I could play the piano, he could play the daf, and she could play the guitar. I don't know, you know, how you did it all and put it all together and and play in sync because it's not easy as it sounds just getting three different instruments to play in sync so um yeah maybe that that could be something they could work on over the summer um and again these are for the teens like um a diy fashion show hosting their own uh, outfits and things that they put together it's a really good way of recycling clothes um clothes that they've grown out of clothes that, that don't fit maybe cutting them up, putting them together, you know, again, sewing, stitching, um, putting them together with other clothes to create something for yourself, for your younger sibling, and um, uh, and hosting this as a, as a fashion show where they, they can show off their creations. Um, you can also host a lunch, get, the, get these older ones, these teens, to prepare a lunch. So from all their baking and cooking that they've done, they can prep a lunch for their friends. Um, and, and this is, again, mum's a break for you where they totally entertain their friends and they are actually hosting fully and uh, have cooked, have set the table, have prepared the food, put the food out, um, keeping the guests entertained. And, uh, yeah, it's a time, again, for you mums to go and get yourself a cup of coffee and sit back. Um, and it's also giving them a bit of um, sense of responsibility and letting them see the challenges, challenges of being a host because it's not easy and it's nice for them to see that. They'll appreciate it when you do it again uh, for them or when you have family over. And last but not least, family time, which is the most important. And in some ways, it's embedded in all of the activities that I've mentioned. Um but use this time, parents, as time to spend with your children, to enjoy the time that you have with them. It's, you're not getting up, rushing off to the school runs, rushing back to pick them up. Uh, you've got time over the day to instill them, create better people, teaching them the etiquettes of Islam, teaching them the righteous way um, and instilling good in them. Um, we get so caught up when they're in school academic year. We don't think about instilling all these things. So now that we have them at home with us for that longer period, um, we should be making use of that time and making sure that we are nurturing them and we are filling their minds up with good things um, and they are taking in all this um, so that they you know, grow up to be well-rounded children and you know, parents, you need to allow your children to have that space to talk to them, talk to you. And I say this to myself because over the madness over the last few weeks before the school holidays kicked in, it was just impossible to give my children full attention. And I know I was shutting a lot of them off because I just had, oh, I need to get this done. I need to get that done. Um, we also had family weddings and it was just preps for that I, I was not, I was a bit of a monster so now we've got a nice summer I've got some time with them it's important that we listen to them and have simple conversations about their interests um, and ideas and allowing them to have that ownership um, of uh, I think we should do this tomorrow um, getting them to plan some activities that they think they would like to do and go with the realistic ones but you know giving them that ownership a little bit as well um uh, and just hearing them out will make so much difference to their day so listeners i hope those um activities um were good and you were able to take something from them um i'm going to now uh, share some quick recipes so I've got enough time to um, share some quick recipes. Um, 
So the one that I wanted to share was um, uh, chicken pasta. Um, now, um, I, I used to be the boring mum that used to buy pre-made pasta sauces, boil the pasta, bung the pasta sauce in, add a few flavours and all sorts in myself and then whack in the cooked chicken and voila, pasta's done. Um, uh, I actually decided to cook it a lot differently because I've decided to not buy pre-made pasta sauce jars and try and make my own. Uh, so yes, um, I have chicken and it's almost like you're about to make a curry, but you're not. So I um, sautéed my onions, added the chicken, uncooked chicken in with the onions, browned them, let them whiten, harden, cook, and added in some cumin seeds, salt, black pepper. Um, then I added in some um courgettes and peppers now courgettes and peppers if my kids can see them I'm not sure they can eat them so I have a, a little um mini chopper so I just put them through that which finely chops them and I added the uh courgettes and uh, red pepper in uh, with the chicken and onions cumin salt and pepper and um let that cook a little bit then I added some curry powder and um uh some garam masala and then I added a tin of chopped tomatoes and cooked that all through and then allowed that to just cook on high gas for a bit and then just turned the gas down and allowed that to simmer through and cook for about 10, 10 minutes with the lid on and then in the meantime I boiled the pasta, drained the pasta and I added the drained pasta into that sauce, the chicken sauce that I had made and just mixed it all up. And that pasta was a true hit. It was very, very nice. Um, and I I didn't use any pasta sauce. Um, and I almost felt so it's, it's pasta with a desi twist. So um, again, we're going to need lots of different recipes to feed the kids. So that's how I made my desi chicken pasta i know there must be several ways of making it but that's that um omelette wraps i'm pretty sure i've shared this um before on the show but it's been a while so you literally just make um an omelet and um you you would just have um a wrap um this wholemeal wrap or um the wheat and white wholemeal wraps um was best of both and once you've got your omelette cooked on one side while it's cooking on the other you would put the tortilla wrap on top and then let it cook and then toss it again in the pan and then just roll it up and cut it in half and then you've got like little omelet wrap sandwiches there for them and that's um something that could be enjoyed at breakfast time or um even at lunch uh, you can be quite adventurous with the omelet wraps you can add in some tuna flakes uh, or cooked chicken flakes, um, some salami, um, you know, whatever your children like. You can even add that into the mushrooms, peppers, courgettes, um, add that onto the omelette and, um, and and make the wrap that way. Um, fruit salad with the warmer weather, it's a good way of getting kids to eat lots more fruit. Uh, so you can use a, a range of fruits of your choice, apples, grapes, strawberries, pears, melon kiwi the one to avoid would be um uh, things like bananas where they get a bit mushy and brown very easily if it's something that you're going to store in the fridge you don't want to keep um bananas in that because it will just get mushy kiwis can often have that same effect so if it's not something that you're consuming straight away be mindful of the fruit that you are using um put it in a large bowl, mix together and actually sprinkling in a bit of garam masala again adds that desi twist to it and it's quite nice. Um, also what I like to do to my fruit chart is adding um, a little bit of juice. So um, once you've added all the fruit you can just get a carton of juice and it's about half a cup you would need and just pour that over or you can use coconut water and pour that over the um, fruit uh, mix it up they can eat the fruit on its own or they can have the fruit with a dollop of yogurt or they can have a scoop of ice cream uh, uh, you can serve this however you like actually and it's quite nice eating it that way um, and it's really quick to make so if you're really short on like I don't know what to do for dessert 
that's your that's your go-to to dessert. Um, and the other one is just a simple bake biscuits um, using 150 grams of self-raising flour and 100 grams of butter at room temperature and 50 grams of caster sugar. So you can beat the um, butter and sugar together until it's creamy. Add the flour and you're going to knead this together. So it's like making a dough and um, mix it all up with your hands and then break um, small balls and then place them on a tray as balls. So you keep them as balls on a tray. So leave enough gap between um, each of the biscuit for them to spread as they cook. So um, depending on how much you get from your dough, you may need to cook in batches or on a bigger tray or on two trays. Um, then you would grab a uh, cup with water in it. And this is um, room temperature water uh, and a fork. So dip the fork in the water, take the fork out and then dip the uh, then press the fork, the back end of the fork um, down onto each ball. And um, once you've done that, um, you'll get some lines forming and, and the biscuit will slightly spread open. It won't be a ball. And then you can um, bake at 180 degrees um, or if it's fan assisted, you would cook at 160 and you'd cook for about 15 to 20 minutes, let it cool on a um, on a rack, cooling rack, and then enjoy it. And these are really nice dunked in a cup of tea or uh, so with milk. You can get experimental with these um, biscuits. Once you've pressed the back of the fork on the biscuit and you've formed your lines, if you like like crushed almonds, crushed pistachios, crushed anything crushed like that, you can put that on top. Um, you can even... Um, uh, use dark chocolate use the shavings of dark chocolate and just sprinkle that over the um the biscuits before they go into the oven and it will just melt it a little bit and give it that dark chocolatey coating at the top um in the mixture before you um take the balls into separate you can add in chocolate chips so you can uh do the whole process make the little balls and uh, there will be balls of chocolate chips mixed in there and then press them down with a fork. So you've got um, chocolate chip cookies there as well. So it's quite a versatile recipe. Um, you can use that to how you like. You don't have to use the back of a fork. It just looks really effective when you do use the fork. Um, you get the lines in there. And yes, again, it's enjoyed with tea or uh, milk, something both, both adults and children can engage in uh, drinking drink get my words right there it's been a long day so listeners that's the end of my show there uh, I have um shared some activities and I have given some recipes and I, I know it's only a few recipes but they're quick simple recipes that I feel that you know if you're short on not knowing what to make it's really quick to make those recipes and it's nice to you could tweak them so that it's your own um I do just want to say, please keep safe um, in the summer. Keep an eye on your children. Um, you know, uh, there's stranger danger out there. So we do need to make sure our children are aware of uh, everything around them. It's a busy time. So it can get very mind boggling when you're out and about with your children and a bit frustrating as well, because there's just so many people um, and um, we just need to be mindful um, and I also want to give out a message to um, the listeners about being mindful about our environment, um, especially when we go to the parks and we have these picnics. Um, it's really important that we either bring a spare bag with us so we can throw our own rubbish into it. And if there's no bin in the park or if the bins are full, just take it home and throw it in your own bin. But please don't leave litter lying around in the park. You know, we need to educate our community. We need to educate our children, be good role models um, and get them to understand the importance of not throwing rubbish um, and, you know, keeping things tidy. Um, and I think it's really important, especially in those public spaces, that we um, demonstrate that good, good manners and attitude towards that. So just be mindful of that and be happy uh, it's not lot you know the summer goes so quickly and it's so important that we enjoy the time with our children and you know we aren't stressing ourselves and we are happy um 
and we take that time to get them to meet family as well because it's something that we don't always get to do because of school and work so you know if the families are around invite your families get together um, and you know show our children the importance of family ties as well so um, I have a traditional quote to end my show with and the show uh, the quote for today's show is a perfect summer's day is when the sun is shining, the birds are singing, the wind is blowing and the lawnmower is broken. Jamon Barak wishing you all a blessed Friday and a safe and happy summer holidays. Please remember me in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> ابن طالب صبيا كان شجاعا عثمان ابن عفان حكيما وله سلام عمر الفاروق حكم فعدل فأمن أبا بكر Persecuted, they were closest to the greatest man. Born to lead us through rain and storm, change the world through peace and love. I'm just grateful enough for their care and their love. I'm just grateful. بوحي نزل أمانة حليمة السعدية أم ولها حنانة فاطمة السهراء بنت رسول هداية عائشة الجليلة These are the women who sacrificed life and took the world right by surprise I pray my mother, my daughter, my wife emulates them and reach new heights These are the women who Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.